Therefore, take up the whole armor of God, so that you may be able to withstand on that evil day, and having done everything, to stand firm. And now, battle ready with Father Dan Rehill. Good day. Welcome to Battle Ready. Let's begin with a prayer in the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. My God, I believe, I adore, I hope, and I love thee, and I ask pardon for those who do not believe, do not adore, do not hope, and do not love thee. Amen. In the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Amen. Well, good morning, Mother. Good morning. How are you? I'm very well. Wonderful. How are you today? Very good. Good. Um... Yeah, we're having um, a little bit more construction on the church today, so. Oh. Yep. It's <laughs> always something happening. Yes. So it's good you're with us. What do you want to talk about today? I thought we'd talk today about the kingdom of God. Okay. Uh, when you don't really think about the kingdom of God too much, but when you focus on it and look through the Gospels, it's everywhere. I mean, Jesus spoke about it so much, it's just everywhere, and it's even in, in the rest of the New Testament. So the first question is, what is the kingdom of God? Well, it's where God reigns supreme, and where Jesus is king, and where God's authority is recognized and his will is obeyed. And of course, when we look around today, we don't see too much of that in the world. But that's what the kingdom of God is. Um, it's within but it's also out there. So uh, John the Baptist began his ministry announcing that the kingdom of heaven is at hand. And right after that, uh, Jesus came on the scene and he began his preaching saying the same thing, repent for the kingdom of heaven is at hand. So the reign of God had begun on the earth and the restoration of creation had begun and is in process now. So. Any thoughts on this? Well, you know, the kingdom of God is a different uh, kingdom than the kingdom of this world. And although it can uh, poke into this world, it's it, we really don't see much of it at all. The, the greatest example of it ever was when Jesus walked the earth, because where Jesus is, the kingdom of God is there. And so when you see the things happening when Jesus is, that's what's supposed to be happening when God's kingdom is fully empowered so if you went to mass today you heard the gospel about there was a woman who for 18 years was crippled by a spirit she was incapable of standing up erect uh, and of course Jesus commands and the spirit leaves her so in the kingdom of God there is healing there is deliverance there's resurrection power and we don't really see much of that at all today right when's yeah. the last time you saw miraculous healing not much i mean we see them here because this church honors god and we see that in people like father tom who who wherever he goes he he puts his hands on people they get healed um but that's because they're living out of the kingdom and so the, the we can be bringing the kingdom into the world but you have to be doing it so we even have uh, priests today that don't believe that there are demons that afflict people with infirmities no, that's true. That's really true. They don't believe it. But if you deny it, that means you deny the gospel. If you deny the gospel, you throw the whole scriptures out. And that means that none of it can be true. So either you buy it all 
or you t or you leave it all. You can't pick and choose what you want to believe. If it's in the scriptures, we believe these to be divinely inspired by the Holy Spirit, then that's absolutely real. And in fact, we know the spirit world is more real than the natural world, the world we, we walk in. Um, and when God created uh, everything, first he made the spirits, the, the angels. They, they're a higher power than us, and they have uh, more intelligence than us. They're more real than we are. But we don't believe that because we can't see it. And so we live, we have condemned ourselves to live in the natural world, really forfeiting all the gifts, graces, and blessings that Jesus wants to bring to us. Yeah. And I, I think we could say, too, that over in Medjugorje, we can see the beginnings of the kingdom and because there are healings. There's healings that happened in our own family over there, um, spiritual healings, um, yourself included. Um, but we can we can see a lot of things over there because the the faith is stronger over there so we actually can see the, the beginnings of the kingdom over there and you know don't forget jesus said out of his very mouth my kingdom is not of this world mm -hmm. if my kingdom were of this world my servants would have been fighting that i might not be delivered over to the jews but my kingdom is not from this world his kingdom is heaven but at some point uh we're going to respond to God as they do in heaven. Thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. And when that happens, that's when the kingdom of God will be fully empowered on earth. You know, for a long time, I had a lot of trouble saying, thy will be done, because I still wanted to hold on to some control. This was years ago. But I did have a lot of trouble letting go of that last bit of control and saying, your will be done. But then through the years the Lord has shown me that his way is always better than mine and so now I'm fully surrendered and yes your will be done and what a great world it would be if if everybody could say that but I, I understand where, where people have a little bit of problem with letting go of some control well we actually think that our way is going to be better yeah, than do. <laughs> the one who created the entire universe he doesn't really know as much as we do. That's what well, that, sometimes. That's how, that's what we're really saying when we do that. Yes, our minds are very small. But anyway, um, the signs of the kingdom, as you said, uh, people being set free from demons. You know, when I used to listen to those readings as a young girl, I would say to myself, "Isn't it funny how often that's in the Gospels, and and we don't see it today?" I didn't even know there was such a thing as exorcisms and deliverances. Um, and I think a lot of people are still in that same boat. Well, demons do not die. They're not like no. human beings. And so when God created the, the angels before he created man, um, they're all created on the same moment. So there's never another angel made after that first, uh, that first revelation of bringing them into being. And then some rebelled and they fell away and they were kicked out of heaven and those are the demons. But the same demons that afflicted people 2,000 years ago, they're still with us. Mm. You know, and I would say, in fact, they probably are, are gaining all this power because of the rejection of God that we're experiencing in this century. So um, for people that, you know, kind of scoff it off as, you know, that's just, uh, that's a poetic license that they use when they wrote the Gospels. That's not true. That's not true. He talks about demons more than he talks about uh, almost almost anything else. Yes, he does. And that struck me as a young person. It's like, wow, I wonder why, why we don't have that today. But indeed we do. 
Uh, we, it's just something that we don't see readily. Uh, and, and I think that so many people open themselves up to having demons come in through so many different ways. Um, more and more, you know, people are leaving. There's so many nuns, N-O-N-E-S, so they're not being protected uh, with the sacraments and graces. So yes, so the signs of the kingdom are people being set free from demons, being healed like in today's gospel of diseases and illnesses, and of course Jesus is preaching. Uh, I'm enjoying watching The Chosen right now. Uh, for some reason I was able to get season two on my TV. Oh. Um, so the, it's so beautiful, um, just pondering how things were back then. Mm -hmm. Anyway, I digress. Um, so Jesus taught his followers how to enter the kingdom of God. Matthew 7:21 says, Not everyone who says to me, Lord, Lord, shall enter the kingdom of heaven, but he who does the will of my Father who is in heaven. And then he says, Matthew 6:33, Seek first his kingdom and his righteousness, and all these things shall be yours as well. So doing the will of God, very key. And, of course, you mentioned, he said, his kingdom is not of this world. Um, and so uh, Jesus uh, commissioned his followers to continue the saving work he was doing. So first we had John the Baptist announcing it, then Jesus beginning it, and then he uh, sends his followers out. He starts with 12, with the apostles. He sends them out uh, from Matthew 10, 5 to 8 charging them go to the lost sheep of Israel and preach as you go saying the kingdom of God is at hand heal the sick raise the dead cleanse the lepers and cast out demons so the 12 were sent out uh, and they didn't only uh, go out with words but they had deeds of power just like Jesus did and it was him commissioning them they didn't do it by their own ability but by his authority and then as that went progressed, then he sent out 70 others, and he sent them out two by two into every town where he was about to go, and he said, the harvest is plentiful, but the laborers are few. Pray therefore the Lord of the harvest to send out laborers. Go your way, behold, I send you out as lambs in the midst of wolves. So, okay, those 70 have now passed on, so it's up to us, the ones who are here now, to carry on this mission to dismantle the kingdom of darkness we're the ones now you and me as his instruments it's kind of big big job mm -hmm. so um, it says in Ephesians 2 19 so then you are no longer strangers and sojourners but you are fellow citizens with the saints and members of the household of God built upon the foundation of the apostles and prophets Jesus himself is the cornerstone in whom the whole structure is joined together and grows into a holy temple in the Lord, in whom you also are built into it for a dwelling place of God in the Spirit. So that's we've been commissioned to carry on bringing about the kingdom of, of God. Um, so we should ask for a new outpouring of the Holy Spirit in our lives, because without the Holy Spirit, this is not even possible. That Jesus' followers were filled with fire at Pentecost, and their fear changed into courage and a holy boldness. And so we need this too, as we labor for the kingdom. Uh, so I looked up in the uh, catechism, and 
there's a paragraph 1546 that says, Christ, high priest and unique mediator, has made of the church a kingdom priest of his God and Father. The whole community of believers is as such priestly. The faithful, the faithful exercise their baptismal priesthood through their participation, each according to his own vocation, in Christ's mission as priest, prophet, and king. Through the sacraments of baptism and confirmation, the faithful are consecrated to be a holy priesthood. So now we have everybody is called to this priest, prophet, and king. Some are called to the ministerial priesthood, like yourself, um, it's, and they're ordained uh, to build up Christ uh, and his church. But then there's the rest of us, and we are in what the Catechism calls the common priesthood, which is made up of the faithful, exercising our baptismal grace in lives of faith, hope, and charity, and living lives according to the Spirit. So I would say living lives of holiness. And we find ourselves in a clash of kingdoms. It's a spiritual battle for souls, the kingdom of light against the kingdom of darkness. So uh, anything about the the uh, priest, prophet, and king that all of us are called to? Well, I mean, that goes back to my original uh, thoughts about, you know, the, the casting out of the demons of this kingdom. We know that... Um, when God made everything, it was perfect. And then through sin, Adam forfeited the kingdom for all of mankind. And so uh, we in Revelation, it says its tail, the, the dragon swept a third of the stars out of the sky and flung them where? To the earth. And he set up his camp on the shore of the sea. I find that so interesting that everybody flocks to the shore for vacation, <laughs> <laughs> right into the devil's uh, homeland. But mm. Uh, in Corinthians, we also hear that the God of this age, he's talking about the devil, has blinded the minds of unbelievers so they cannot see the light of the gospel that displays the glory of Christ. Um, this is why so many people, you, you see how people are rejecting truth blatantly in what they believe now. They've been blinded by the devil because they have no faith. And so they're all, literally, they're just this massive pool of victims that he's just gathering into this net this giant net that he's capturing all these people because they have no faith in God uh, which is why we have to be praying to, to, they be set free it's not going to happen on any other way that, but the, by the grace of God through the intercession of the people who do believe very important so God promised us a kingdom and Jesus came to establish it to retake what he rightfully owns. Now, the other issue with the kingdom is that God has a standard of holiness within his kingdom. And those are engraved on the, stu the two stone tablets as the Ten Commandments. When you throw out the commandments, you're throwing out the kingdom. Hmm. And that is what we've done in this country. We have thrown out the standard of holiness that God gave us in the Ten Commandments. Wow. And that's why we're in the state we are. Hmm. Yeah, so you can see it. You can you can see where uh, I don't know what's happening out there, but there's, there's there's a movement, and it's not a good one. So uh, it's all it's it. I mean, God is, has to count on us more and more, because there's fewer and fewer of us, 
to be the ones that are going to pray this kingdom into being the the harvest is ready and um, it's it's mary's army yes that's who it is if you want to find people who are devout and for the most part living out god's plan uh according to the way he wants things it's mostly the marian army and yeah. we have a, a the mother of god's been appearing for 41 years daily to try to form this little army for what's coming and you know you have to wonder at what point is this going to stop there will well, be a day when it stops when i first heard about the messages from medjugorje and that blessed mother was appearing i was like very interested to hear what she had to say and in 41 years ago it was nothing like it is today uh things were much tamer and um I was like, I wonder why she's with us for so, staying with us for so long. This has never happened. What does she see that we can't see? Well, now it's become obvious, and she saw it way ahead of us. Yeah, uh, tomorrow's the twenty-fifth, and I'm I'm really waiting with bated breath to see what she has to say because I just, well, first of all, I'm, head, I'm supposed to head over there Saturday, so I'm always curious what she says. You know, right before you go to go go mm -hmm. visit her at her homeland. Yes. Um, but uh, the way things are and, and just the chaos and the, the crime and, and the, the breakdown of, the, of really society is yes. in a complete free fall right now. And um, at some point, you know, uh, heaven's going to make a move because it's not going to happen by, by man. Mankind is beyond saving this planet at this point, I, I would so. say. It's got to be an act of God. And she's going to be the one who heralds it in. Yeah, I, I think it is beyond our ability to fix. It's, it's too much. It's too deeply embedded. The evil is too deeply embedded in our organizations and everything. Uh, you, you can just see it. And yes, it is a complete breakdown of society with not much of a desire to want to fix it. The people in charge don't seem to even want to fix it. So uh, yes, we need, we need divine help. So what is the what is the work of the lord if we're going to work for the kingdom what is that work well i i would I, to make it just in its simplest terms i think god wants the salvation of his children all his children he wants all his children home in heaven so that would be what we would be working towards so i was thinking about well how could we do that and i came up with prayer reading the bible adoration praise and worship Holy Mass and Communion, Confession. And then it dawned on me that what I'm talking about is the five stones of Medjugorje. It all comes back to that. Uh, yeah, well, so, you know, John, you mentioned John the Baptist. He he gave us the formula. John gave us the formula. And that Entrance is? Entrance into the kingdom of God requires belief and repentance. That's it. Repent and believe. This, hmm. this is what he said it repent and believe for the kingdom of God is upon you you know a lot of times uh, even when you hear a homily people want all the people to come back but they leave out the repentance part the repentance is so important uh, yes God is looking for sinners but he, he's looking for repentant sinners who yes. see like, in, every, in every instance in the scriptures like Mary Magdalene uh, all of them it's repent and believe and don't sin anymore but a lot of people today are overlooking that aspect yes I can't tell you how many churches have on their front doors 
um, something to the effect of uh, open to all. Mm-hmm. Well, yes, all that believe and repent. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> you know, we're not just going to open up for everyone to come in and then rip apart the teachings of the church. No, yeah. you're, and, and you're not welcome to come and change, change. What we, what's already been established by Jesus Christ. Yep. Yep. And that may sound harsh, but, you know, we don't want the church teaching watered down to accommodate more people. That's not the business of the church, is to accommodate people. It's to save people. And saving people comes through the truth, the truth of the gospel. Yeah, that's key. So are we living in our own kingdom or God's kingdom? I think a lot of people today are living in their own kingdom and the way they want it to look. So do we want what Jesus wants? And is our heart moved with pity at the, a humanity today? I mean, really, it, it, it needs needs so much help. Uh, our Lady I of feel so terrible uh, for the children of this world. Yes. Because they, they're coming out of the womb. If you make it out of the womb, first of all, if you have, that's your yeah. first challenge. Get it, make it out of the womb because so many more people are killed in the womb than out of the womb every day. Uh, but if you can make it out of the womb, then the cards are stacked against you immediately. You know, you're being raised in a, in a generation where the, the schools are trying to tell you you can pick your gender. Not just that, there's another movement now. You can p- pick your animal. You can become an animal. Oh dear. There's kids wearing animal costumes to school and it's not for Halloween, which is another whole debacle, uh, just because it's part of this thing called the furry movement. Mm-hmm. And it's happening in public schools. One of the Dominican sisters was telling me they tried this in one of the Catholic schools. And the sisters said, oh, no, this is not <laughs> part of your uniform. Get it off now. So imagine that people can think that they can just become whatever they, they choose. It's it's lunacy and it's more of that darkness trying to trap children at a young age into not believing in the one true God well let me share with you one of our ladies messages you know she's appeared for so long there's a message for everything that we need to think about so this one speaks about the kingdom it's from August 2nd of 2010 dear children today I call you together with me to begin to build the kingdom of heaven in your hearts that you may forget that what is personal and led by the example of my son, think of what is of God. What does he desire of you? Do not permit Satan to open the paths of earthly happiness, the paths without my son. My children, they are false and last a short while. My son exists. I offer you eternal happiness and peace and unity with my son, with God. I offer you the kingdom of God. Thank you. So, um, we, that's, what, that's what our focus should be now, is really working towards the kingdom. And it's the five stones again, the five stones of Medjugorje, to be praying about it and um, doing everything we can, because we, the laborers are very few. And uh, we just have to, we have to be on the right path here and ask for the Holy Spirit. Uh, Jesus had the Holy Spirit and he was able to do all that he did without the Holy Spirit we're not going to be able to do too much and the world is very much in need of what the believers can do towards working for the kingdom yeah the Holy Spirit you know that's the reason he ascended to send the Spirit so this is how important (laughs) it is 
that he wanted us to have his very spirit that led him his whole life and he was divine we aren't divine we need the spirit about a billion times more than jesus needed him yeah uh, the problem with the holy spirit and it's i say problem with in quotes is the spirit blows where he will and for people who are control freaks yeah you see this all the time when you go to some kind of charismatic event they're very many not all but many are very intent on sort of bottling the spirit and forcing it to work a certain format that's not how the holy spirit works so in order to really maximize the potential of god in your life you have to be completely docile to what the spirit wants to do you know you can start off with a plan but as long as you're open to letting the spirit lead you in the way he wants to that's how generally that's how he works you know he'll always show up for the sacraments that's a formula that will never be broken but in the general wanderings through life as we know from the polish nuns that wanted to meet jp too Mm. um he works in the ways that we could not even dream of and so you have to be docile to that spirit docile that's the key yeah to to not ram through your own agenda yes well that's it for today we'll be back i'll be back tomorrow god willing uh and we have a very special guest tomorrow we have the editor of the catholic loop the loop is a great little uh resource and he's going to be on i find the stories they publish i've read nowhere else Mm-hmm. Yes, they I really have every, a unique read, insight into the snapshot of uh, of all things Christian. I read it every morning, and it gives me a good overview of what's going on. Yeah, it's great. So we're gonna we're gonna have a great chat tomorrow. And uh, blessings for your trip. Yes. So his name is Josh Mercer, and he'll be on tomorrow. Blessings for my trip. Well, the priest who is going to cover for me, uh, I just found out last night, is in the hospital with COVID. Oh. And he's in his 80s, so I'm not sure what's going to, you know, this is what I said, be docile. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure that's going to panic a lot of people when they hear that, but uh, trust in God and just take the next right step. May Almighty God bless you in the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Have a great day. Thank you, Mom. This is Father Dan signing off. Mm-hmm.